Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton-Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network. The Best Ever You Show is here to help you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities, real advice, real places, products, and businesses, real life stories. With this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. And now, here is your host, Elizabeth. Hello, everybody. Gosh, that all sounds so fancy, doesn't it? Like, and she's the CEO and founder. I'm like, I'm in my office with my hair on top of my head <laughs> with tea, and Ellen Barrett's with me, and we're chatting about kids and all this cool stuff, and it's funny. Um, I, I remember, I got to tell you a story for a second. Um, I remember when I heard another radio show on Blog Talk Radio, and before I heard the other show, I was just, you know, kind of going on air and being like, hi, welcome, you know, blah, 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 and then I heard a show with an intro, I'm like, oh, well. I need an intro. And so I begged one of my friends to do that intro. And so that is a friend who did that intro, Randy Kay. And um, it's much fancier than I really am. And it cracks me up every time I hear it. I'm like, this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. And I'm like, "Um, yeah, well, I'm an at-home mom, basically. (laughs) And we're not going to knock that because there's four boys and I'm totally outnumbered and all the animals are girls. However, um, yeah, that, that intro really pumps, pumps that up to a little bit more than it is. But thank you, Randy, for that. Anyway, um, so funny. It's good. Um, you, need, you need it. And you know what else? Technology makes, allows that to be, the, be at your fingertips, you know. Isn't that fun? So, yeah. So you're not in your prom yeah. dress either? Is that what you're saying? You're, you're not over there with your hair done <laughs> your prom dress on? I'll tell you, I'm always, I'm a workout person, so I'm always in fitness clothes and I try not to, like, pick up my kid wearing fitness clothes every day, but um, I'm usually in, like, some sort of lycra. And, uh, you know, the thing about yoga is that you can, like, be a little bit more, like, earthy, like you wear a sweater. It's not as sporty, but, um, but yeah, I'm working some on it. Some sort I'm of lycra. On my yeah. <laughs> you need that as your tagline, some sort of lycra. <laughs> that cracks me up. I know. Okay, I will laugh about that all day because – yeah. Anyway, um, I so I we were just people, actually I I train people that have to really present themselves for work, like they're news anchors or they're corporate people or they have a very you know a high profile yeah. job. And they have to have and uh, and I'm like, oh my god, it's so complicated. <laughs> like the, <laughs> the, the the belts and the accessories and the pantyhose and the different forms of shoes. And I'm like, gosh, I'm barely wearing shoes. So yeah, um, that's. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little more my style too. I'm like, uh, yeah, I've got a different hair bow up in my with my hair on top of my head today. It's blue, <laughs> whatever. Right. That's the extent of it. <laughs> oh, it's funny, right. but anyway, um, yeah, and I'm kind of the same way. I I like to work out, and I like to do all your tapes. Actually, is what my true love is these days. And um, actually, before we went on the air here, I gathered them all, and I'm I'm super serious. That's not just like a that was kind of a smooth segue. I'm gonna go with that. But I actually I actually love Ellen Barrett and all of her tapes, and it's how I discovered her. I was um, flipping through the channels on cable and for like a free workout because I was feeling all bummed out. I was sitting on the couch. I'm like, oh man, I got to do something. And I discovered Grace and Gusto, and now I've discovered. Uh, prevention, flat belly workout, um, the studio, Ellen Barrett's seven day workout challenge. I still love Grace and Gus, but there's a bunch of them and I love them all. And um, they're toning me up. They are, I call it like that layer of 47 year old pudge. 
I don't know what happened, but I all of a sudden got pudge and it's gone. It's go- Well, it's not gone completely, but it's going, right? Yeah, I think it's moving. I think you have to move more as you get older, and I think you have to move your length. Like I think the puffiness, like, you, you know, I can see it. I can feel it with myself, and I see it with clients. It's like break a sweat and really move the length and, and just break, you know, get to that, you know, get to that point where you – you're, you got you get to a heating point where your body has a cooling system called sweat, and then you know yeah. you've moved. And yeah. um, I think that really matters. And it also, it's just good for your mood. It's good for everything. It's good for your brain. It's good for everything. So yeah, yeah. And well, and you, uh, you created the saying for me in my head, and you can correct the saying a little bit. I may have twisted it all around, but it's basically like, as you age, stay flexible. Um, and stay right. limber and all that stuff. And every time I move now, I have you, your words in the, in, around going, you know, yeah, okay, so 50 is around the corner. Flexibility is key because you can feel, it's hard to describe, but you can feel the, uh, whatever this is, the aging, I guess. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you if you saw, like, a little kid and a little kid just imitated their grandpa or whatever, the imitation would be tight and creaky and not fluid. You know, mm-hmm. like if you look at a little kid imitating a senior citizen, that's what they do. And they're crickety and they don't have a range of motion and they are, they don't have this fluidity and they don't have, and their posture is also not the greatest. So remember how they imitate and it's not, they're not imitating wrinkles. You know, they're not imitating muscle <laughs> tone. They're imitating how you're moving. They're imitating a flow and ease or lack of ease a lack of flow. So that's that's what I see too. That's all I see actually. (laughs) Like keep it moving, keep it flowing, keep it loose, keep the joints soft. And, and, you know, and I think the aging process can be really graceful and it, and it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be either way. It doesn't have to be extreme either way. It can just be happy and you just move into it. So that's my goal. I'm just going to stay, really flexible. My spine, help keeping my spine strong and flexible is really big. That's why yoga and Pilates are so good because they just care about the spine so much. Yeah. And, and, and you too. Yeah. And I, I said this the last time and then we'll get into your book because that's what we're really here for today. But I said this the last time you were on, um, you, you can tell through the airwaves that you actually care about other people. When I watch your videos and do your videos along with you, I don't feel like you're trying to show me up. I actually feel like you're trying to help me. And it's really the first time in a long time where I've turned on a workout video and didn't feel like, well, crap, I can't keep up with that. I can't keep up with her. And you're amazing, but you do things in such a way that you don't make us feel awful for not being able to do something or whatever, you know. And I don't know if I said that right, but um, I hope I did because it, it, you're amazing in so many different ways. And, you, oh, my God, you have the most beautiful smile. I turn on to, to work out. And I'm like, there's her smile. I can do this, you know, kind of thing. And so I, I and chime in here in a second, but wait for the TikTok because if you're listening – and you don't know what a TikTok is? Go until you do. Find, discover Ellen, and and get get Grace and Gusto, or I don't know what other workouts, but TikTok. That is, I love the TikTok. I'm a TikTok Great for your fan. Spine. Yeah. Another really good one for your back. Oh yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks so much, Elizabeth. That's so sweet. You know, <laughs> I actually I say this to everyone. Like, there's no mastermind behind 
like anything I do, it just really comes organically. And honestly, I feel so privileged to have this as my job to just like mm. have fun and move with everybody that I will never take it for granted. And I'll never, you know, be high on my horse about any of it because, you know, everyone has to keep learning. And, you know, it's really like I always talk about people are – there's all these coaches that people have like a business coach and they have a life coach. And I really think like a fitness instructor is just an inspirer and just a motivator. And it's just about, you know, making people get moving and like moving and then your job is done. You know, it's, you know, it's about them passing the baton to them and making sure they just, just do it and do it without injuring themselves or irritating themselves. So I look yeah. at it really differently. It's not like me on a pedestal or or I'm not even a like I'm not really a leader. I'm just an inspirer, you know. So. Yeah, no, you sure are. It's that's a perfect description for it. And I think also too, once people get hooked on you like I am, um, the kids sort of tune in a little bit. And I've got boys, so that's that's a rare thing. <laughs> and they're like, Hey, you know, that's actually kinda cool. That's uh they'll help me with pitching or whatever. You know, I've uh, it, there's some clever moves. Um, that keep that flexibility going. And I just, anyway, I just love all the stuff you do. So, um, but let's, let's go to your book for a minute here because you've got this book and um, it's called the 28 days lighter diet. Um, So people know you for fitness and this, and this book too, right? You said it's like, I think you described it as like a cult following (laughs) kind of people love this book. So what, what made you write a book? Like what inspired you to write a book? Because they're not fun to write. <laughs> right. Well, and I'm a mover. And I'm a mover. I Sitting down is like, oh, my God, I'm oh. sitting down at a computer. Um, uh, so, okay, so where do I begin? Well, the book, I, my co-author and I, Kate Hanley, we were um, working for Whole Living Magazine just as contributors, freelance contributors. And we just had a really good synergy with each other. She had written a quick blog post about how on day one of her cycle, she decided that she was going to give herself the day off. She was a freelance writer. She didn't have kids at the time. She was like, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. It's going to be my experiment. And so for like a little while on day one, she decided to stay home. It was like her day off. She was going to make it her day off from from work from everything. It was going to be her vacation that happened every um, month of her cycle. And what she realized when she did that was she no longer had cramps. She no longer suffered from PMS. She actually looked forward to her cycle. She paid more attention to her cycle. She couldn't wait for day one to show up. (laughs) She was, (laughs) it was her body changed and her wellness changed. And I remember when she wrote this little blog post for Whole Living And I had always been training women over the years. And I personally needed this book myself. I was training women that had problems. They had severe pain. I had severe pain in my cycle. They had irregular cycles. They had infertility. They had very severe PMS where they would be crying one minute and laughing hysterically and eating a box of chocolates the next minute. And, like, I just worked with women for – this was – I had already worked with women since I was – you know, almost 15, 20 years at this point. And so I was like really aware that 99% of the women that I worked with, including myself, all were off with our cycles. We just weren't, and something was wrong because the healthy, quote unquote, healthy girls that were working out and eating well were still something was wrong. 
And so when, when, when Kate wrote this blog, I was like all over it. I remember posting it. I remember printing it out and handing it to some of my training clients. And I remember really like worshiping it. It was just a very nothing simple blog about how this is what I did, everybody. It was like a first person little story. And um, so I approached her and I said, I think we should write a book about this because I've always believed this. I believe that on day one, you should rest. It should be a relaxing, easy day. You should withdraw from whatever you can. And it might not be don't go to work. And people are going to have kids and they're not going to be able to not wake up and make breakfast for their kids. But you can make it a minimal, more relaxing day. You can get rid of all the extra stuff and you can certainly get rid of your workout on that day. That should be up to you. So... That was like the cornerstone of the book, but then more of it was like all these things I learned, you know, very late um, about your cycle. I just thought you either were having your period or not. I didn't realize that there was different energy levels all month. There was different cravings all month. There was um, different needs, and you were dynamic. You're not a zombie every day the same. And this is what I think our culture has really trained women to just put on their rollerblades and, you know, jump on a trampoline and, you know, on day one or on your, during your cycle, and then nothing else is happening. You know, like everything mm-hmm. else is just a normal day. And that's just not true either. So the book really uses fitness, and it makes your cycle is your calendar. So when you look at the month of May – that's nice. That's like the world's calendar, but it's not your calendar because your body has its own rhythm. And so it really was about feeling, really feeling what was happening in your body, feeling the needs of your body, and then attending to them. So, and this has a huge diet component, and it has a workout plan. So there's two weeks out of the month where you can really turn it up and you feel good and you can run that, you know, half marathon and you feel really good. There's, there's, then there's two weeks where you're really kind of lower energy and that would be irritating to you. And so that's really how we created this book that was just like, first of all, pay attention to what's happening in your body. Second of all, you know, note, once you notice it, act on it and trust it. Like there's guidance there that we've been totally trained to ignore. I tell the story about how I was a competitive tennis player and every day I worked out, every day I trained, every day I was on the court and no one, I had women coaches, I had men coaches, I had female teammates, we almost, no one ever mentioned menstruation. No one ever said, hey, how do you feel? Do you have cramps? How are you feeling? What's going on with you? No, it was just like you were a robot. And I just think it's we're just doing a disservice to our girls, and it catches up with you, right? So, like, by the time you're in your late 20s or your 30s, there's a real problem there that you've been totally suppressing and ignoring. So I felt with the book, I just felt really, really driven to write a book that I wanted to have for myself and I wanted to share with clients because I was, like, always talking about things like this. Like, you know, when you're, especially day one of your cycle, when you're on your first day of your period, second day of your period, you're already using, you're burning, like, 300 extra calories those days. Did you know that? Like, no one knows that. I had so no that's idea. Really what, yeah, that's your workout right there. So, like, you are already Even working out. Even when you get out. older? Even when you're my well, age? It's, it's, well, it's approximate. Yeah, but still you are, and you're also depleting. 
you know, it's, you know, menstruation, you're losing minerals, you're losing Mm -hmm. vitamins, you're losing moisture, you know, you're, you know, it's, and you're also detoxing, it's a detox, the lymph is emptying out too. So it's like, all of these things no one was really taught about. Um, And then also like, when you're right in the middle of your cycle, when you're about to ovulate, you're far away, you're, you know, you know, two weeks out of from having your period, you have a higher energy level and your hormones are matching that and you don't need as much sleep. And that's fascinating to me because, you know, you would beat yourself up when you'd be like, oh, you know, I, I, um, you know, woke up at five o'clock in the morning. I was able to work out so well last week and then this week I couldn't roll. I couldn't push myself out of bed. I, you know, 15 horses couldn't get me out of bed. You know what I mean? It's like, well, where <laughs> yeah. are you in your cycle? Because that would make sense. Like if you were in pre-menstruation, you're lethargic, you're low energy. You should sleep right. the extra hour. So it was just like really feeling your body and going from there. And so um, that's how the book cre- was started. And it really has, women have told each other Mothers have bought the book for their daughter. Sorority mm-hmm. sisters have it in their house. Like it's, <laughs> it's like a, it's become this. It has a life of its own, and I'm super grateful for it. And um, and yeah, so there it is. Twenty eight days later, diet, and it was really originally called Twenty Eight Days to Better, and because um, it was about like really feeling good, right, and synchronizing, you know, synchronizing your cycle to your actions. And that's what all our ancestors did before our mothers, because our mothers were really the ones that lost all the knowledge. Our mothers' mothers had more knowledge. And so, yeah. Did you ever have anybody say to you, yeah, like, suck it up, (laughs) pretend this isn't happening, go to work, all that? Oh, every day. Every person I ever Everyone, and even when you, in a lot of things, you you go, people, women would go to their OBGYN, and the only solution they would offer most women was going on hormonal birth control and regulate yeah. it. And at, for every condition, like it's just, they just, it's like a one size fits all BS yeah. thing. And it's completely propaganda by pharmaceutical companies want to sell this thing because there's so much risk associated with that pill. And that's another whole chapter in the book is that hormonal birth control is really detrimental to women's mental health and physical health. And um, so that was a whole, another whole chapter. And another thing I realized, and I get so uptight about this, but there'd be women that worked so hard to lose weight and wanted to lose that last 10 pounds and worked so hard and ate almost nothing. And when I said, are you on the pill? They'd be like, yes. And I'd say, is there any chance you could go off the pill? And they'd be like, well, sure. And they'd go off the pill, they would lose that 10 pounds. There's your 20 pounds, yeah. There it goes, done, done. Like, I'm like, did the doctor tell you that a side effect is holding on to weight? It Mm, it is, it's a side effect of that. So I really just got so impassioned about how we were so misguided. But everyone, everyone said, suck it up and just go. And actually you're... You know, I taught, I was a fitness instructor, so I went from being a competitive tennis player, playing tennis during my painful cramps, then going into being a fitness instructor where, you know, 26 days out of the month I'd be fine, and then two days a month I'd be really an actress. I'd be the best actress. I'd be like <laughs> super, I'd be yeah. super sick and I would just do it. 
And I think many, millions and millions of women were doing this forever. And I just, I just really thought that there's something wrong with that. It's not true. It's not how it has to be. You can change it. And, and you don't have to go on pharmaceuticals. You can do little things. Like I started just eating warm. I never have anything iced, especially during phase one, which is, you know, the first week of your cycle. And that eased cramping by so much. I use a hot water bottle. It's so much. And then I really rest. I rest, rest, rest during premenstruation. So premenstruation, I'll be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to nap this week. I'm going to nap and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm not going to feel guilty about it. And then I started before. The week before, before. yeah. Week before, okay. We say this in the book too that we think PMS is normal, but it's actually just premenstruation. There's no drama. There should be no drama. And so, but it's so common, it's 100% in women in this country. It's so common that we think it's normal. Yeah. And it, that's a problem too. But fitness, fitness is medicine and food is medicine. And then we have all these other lifestyle tips in the book that are real, real, they really help. They have real results and they have results within the first, you know, 30 days, the first 28 days, you can really see. And then if you keep doing it month after month, if you really follow the program, you'll really, you'll just have the most peaceful month. You won't get headaches anymore. You won't go up to bra sizes. You know, you, (laughs) you know, you won't miss work, you know, you, you'll be a happier mate for your, your partner at home. Like it just, it snowballs into such a really beautiful thing and it's super subtle. And I just felt really impassioned about it. I just thought, Oh my God, here I go. I have to write a book about menstruation. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to share this with you. So I got this book and I was like, so here's what I, I don't have this too much anymore from using this now, but here's what happened to me. So I'm a, and you know this about me, I am a Wednesday migraine sufferer. And sometimes I'll get them on Wednesday yeah. and sometimes I'll get them on Sunday during my period. And they are debilitating, yeah. horrible. The mo- you feel like you're just going to throw up and your head is pounding and you don't know whether it's a stroke or not almost. I mean, it's just absolutely just the worst headache ever. And, um, and I told you that. And you sent me this book. And um, this past, so April was the first month that I've used this book. And I'm going to have a lot of spinoff questions. I'm going to tell my story for a second. And this month was the first, May was the first month where I not only didn't have a second headache, but the first one was so minimal. It was like, holy crap, I'm a new person. (laughs) It was so wild. I did not go down in bed with a, you know, an ice wrap around my head or a heating pad around my head or whatever, you know, whatever desperate measure I'm trying to get to work. Um, or, you know, eating tons of sugar to see if that'll get rid of the headache. I mean, I've tried everything over the years to try and get rid of that headache, um, except for things like progesterone cream and any kind of fake hormones, because I just don't believe in them. Um, Personally, for me, I just am not there. Um, So I've tried to natural cure it all with food, no chocolate, no, I've just tried every combination of everything you can think of. And so in comes your book. And I'm like, Oh, well, that might explain a little bit more, you know, kind of thing. And so I'm curious to see what June holds for me because May was pleasant and I'm stunned and I've lost 12 pounds. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? It's crazy. You know, it is, it's crazy cool. And 
you know, this is this is the power of these very simple lifestyle changes and diet changes. Very simple. Nothing in the book is aggressive or all or nothing. Nope. I, we say no soy. Like soy is really detrimental because it's a phytoestrogen. So that was like we say this in the book about how soy is really not good. So just don't get a soy latte. I'd rather you have a full dairy latte. But rice milk, almond milk, they're really good alternatives, coconut milk. But soy is a phytoestrogen, and it's really genetically modified so insanely. And I just, that's like really bad. So a lot of people just getting rid of soy, it's all they needed. They don't get a headache. You know, yeah. like there, like there's lots of little subtle things that if you go to the doctor, they won't tell you this. Most of them won't tell you this. Like just using a heating pad for cramps instead of mm-hmm. popping my doll. The heating pad literally works better. And like no one would. I learned this from a, a Chinese medicine doctor. You know, and but yeah. but you know my friend who's from Sweden. She learned the hot water thing. They do these hot wa- these they do these hot herbal compresses that are amazing in Scandinavia. First of all, it's a cold, pretty cold up there. But <laughs> but they have these herbal <laughs> yeah. compresses that she's like, oh yeah, my mom gave me these herbal compresses. We would do these herbal compresses when we had a bellyache or or cramps, menstrual pain, or back pain. They use these herbal compresses, and I was like, see that folk medicine is more alive in certain cultures and there's so much knowledge in it. And so embrace it and look into it, especially with menstrual stuff because it can be fixed pretty fast. But that's amazing that you don't have a headache. I mean, I know so many women that go blind. Oh. They literally go blind yeah. for a day. Yep, that's me. Yeah, you see I spots. Know. I get them out of my left eye. I'm like, okay, I can't drive. I can't. And I've had them for so long that they just are like, you know, I mark it on the calendar, headache time, don't schedule a radio show, don't, no phone calls, right. I'm just down for that day. And, well, and um, that's why you work for yourself terrible. and you are your own boss, yeah. so you can do that. But imagine millions of women yeah. around the globe can't do that. And no. That, and I just and it's, and no one's helping these women. No one's really giving them real solutions. And um, you know, and they, no one was helping me. Like I would go to the OBGYN every year, and they she would just say the same thing: "You can go on birth control if you want." And yeah, like, that's really what? helpful. That's what they've said to me. You know what? I went to the doctor one time, to a guy doctor, and he said, well, um, I need to send you to a psychiatrist, and then we're going to send you over to the endocrinologist um, to have your head head checked for tumors <laughs> and stuff. Right. just like, really? I'm like, okay, I'm not coming back here. That I mean, I have really just met. I said, I said, I'm not crazy. I'm getting a headache every Wednesday. And he's like, well, that no one gets that you know, kind of thing. And so I've had some of the crappiest things said and done to me with respect to this, that you just get to the point where you're just like quiet about it going, okay, I'm just going to get a headache. <laughs> and you're living with well, it. Yeah. And I bet so many people are in that mode. And so I love this show because we're exposing the wellness. Here it is right in this book. Yeah. Well, and you know, this is the thing, like when you're a personal trainer for all the years I was and I'm like in a little girls club all day long. I'm with women all day long and you get really intimate. You talk about your astrology sign, you talk about your menstrual cycle, <laughs> you talk about your relationships and your boyfriends and 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 you talk about everything, everything and you get to know everyone and and over the years I was like literally taking a little survey about how every woman had some sort of issue with their cycle yeah. and and it either was fibroids or it was, um, you know, it was 
you know, crazy, unpredictable cycles that were really out of whack, or it was, you know, the back pain that got crazy, or mm-hmm. literally the antidepressants that women went on because for one week out of the month they were, you know, suicidal or whatever it was. It was like right. crazy to me that there was no solutions to anything. And and I just felt also exercise really did, exercise really is medicinal and it, when you move your body, you feel better. And so all month long, if you can exercise, I really say day one, don't exercise, but the rest of the month, do it. And it, and it might just be a walk. It might, you know, it, you really, that whole idea of cross training and using variety is, is really valid for women. And it might be a big, you know, a big intense workout one day. And then the next day it might be a really gentle yoga class. Um, you know, it's just really feel what you need and then act on it and really be disciplined about what your body is telling you and find something you enjoy to do. But, um, you know, so when all the exercise you were doing the rest of the month was really setting you up for a healthier cycle, you know, yeah. you know, but, but then if you were overdoing it on day one, you were really putting yourself, digging yourself into a depleted grave because you were already just outputting too much. Um, mm-hmm. so, and also if you look at all these ancient texts, like in, in yoga, in Native American text, in all this ancient folk, you know, text, but ancient, ancient, like ancient traditional Chinese medicine, they all say rest on day one. And yeah. they had cultures where they let women rest and women, women would rest and whoever was was around would take over those chores for the day or take care of the kids that day or whatever. So it was like we lost that in this 21st century. You know, we've lost it. And um, we also just totally lost the connection of our body to the, to nature. Like we, we're, a, we're a cycle just like the month. We're a cycle just like the year. We actually have a year within a month within us because we have winter, fall, spring, you know, and <laughs> summer like yeah. every month like in our body. And um I just felt like that was a huge part that was being missed. It was missed in fitness and it was missed in medicine and it was missed in wellness in general. Yeah. So but I'm so happy you don't have a headache. Oh, I am too. I just, it was like the first, I didn't trust it at first. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to get a headache today. I got kind of a baby one, but it just was nothing. I was like, okay, I'm functioning. But you know what I did though? Um, I did the rest on uh, in, in April. I actually took kind of the whole week and just chilled out. Um, and started there. I'm just like, you know, it says rest on day one, but guess what, folks? <laughs> I'm going to just rest. And then yeah. this time I just rested on day one, and I changed up my eating slightly so that I had no wheat because um, I'm a creature of toast. I was like, you know, I'm just going to take that away and just sort of see what happens. And um, I just am less of a creature of wheat for the past six weeks or so. And um and I don't have any gluten. I have a lot of allergies, but I don't have a gluten allergy. Um, but I think it just is creating unnecessary sugar with me because I'm not, you know, crazy active, you know, and, and working working off everything I'm eating clearly. Um, so I just changed up some things. And so I think where I want to go with that is um, if you're out there and you're listening to the show and you are miserable having your period, um, Take a look at this book, and what I don't want people to feel, though, Ellen, and here's what I want you to chime in with is I don't want people to feel overwhelmed. Like sometimes you get a book and you're like, okay, I know this is a good book, but where do I start with this? And um, even if you just start in the beginning, you can still feel like I've 
like I know I did. I'm like, I've got so much wrong with me with this headache. I don't even know where to begin. And I've got cramps that are making me feel like I have back labor on the right hand side. And those two things are happening to me. And I'm like, okay, I don't want this anymore. I don't want this in my life. I don't want this taking me down. And I don't necessarily want the whole world to know about it. And then I was like, no, wait, I do want the whole world to know about it because we're going to do this show and talk about this because it makes people stop suffering in silence, especially where I went with it was, heck, I'm, I'm almost 48. This isn't about me at all. This is really about even teenagers. That's where I went. I think about all the teenagers up at the high school who are missing a day of school today because they've got cramps and they're hiding it. Well, and that's another thing. It's like, I think that, I definitely think that the girls, there's all these, all this research that younger and younger are going on hormonal birth control and younger and younger are going on antidepressants. Most, more, more, more antidepressants are issued to women than men and they're young women. And so it's very alarming and upsetting. And, um, I just realize, I just wish that people would realize that there are physical things, there's action steps that you can take that have nothing to do with pharmaceuticals. And, yeah. um, and they can fix you. They can really fix you. And people are free to use the word cure for PMS or menstrual cramps, but I really, really say that. Like, you know, especially yeah. if it's not an underlying over, you know, big problem, you know, like mine was always mysterious. They'd be like, you're good to go. Like, and I'm like, no, I'm not good to go. I'm hunched over. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like crap. I'm barely making it through the day (laughs) and I'm good to go, but I didn't have, yeah, I didn't have fibroids. I didn't have, um, you know, I didn't have those ailments. I didn't have anything that they could just point a finger at, you know, but I think there's a lot of women in this mystery spot so, but yeah, I think um, the first step is to start charting your cycle, yeah. and then you'll you're, and start noticing it. Be aware of it. Realize that it's there to guide you. The universe placed a cycle for females. It's our advantage. Believe it or not, it's a blessing for us. It's a tool for us, and we're taught the opposite, right? We're taught it's a curse. We're taught to defy it, but we need to um, honor it. And that's and that's really the message of the book. Okay, that's it. <laughs> No, yeah, and it's and it's great. And if if you were gonna say chart your cycle, does that mean chart from like May first to May thirty first with a cycle in there, or do you just mean chart during your cycle, or do you want people yeah, to yeah. chart? Yeah, do the like, whole I all cycle. Month, month. You know what? This is thing. Like, I'll talk to women. I just taught a class this morning, and it's like, you, like my cycle is pretty good. It's like between twenty five and twenty eight days. It's like really locked in. It's very consistent. There's people I work with that they don't have a period for three months. Then there's people that it's all really random. So it's like start noting. Then I'll ask someone. They'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. And um, so, but this is very normal. This is, an Ameri- this is how we're trained as Americans, right? Just soldier yeah. on, you know. So, and yeah. also workaholics. We're all workaholics. And like, so, um and we're also chickens with our heads cut off, right? We're we're really disconnected <laughs> mind to body. The you know yeah. we're totally overriding the body all the time, and it's just all like a hot mess. <laughs> so so we can defy those obvious those those norms. We don't have to be normal like the rest of of America and and the first world for the most part. But so the first thing is start charting. Notice when you're notice. That's what 
day one when you have your period that you can start at day one or just start right now. And then notice your mood, notice your energy, notice how much you slept, or notice if you have insomnia. A lot of people report having insomnia the day before their period. And it's almost like nature said, oh, get shit done now. <laughs> and then, you know, exactly. it, 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 it's really interesting. Um, sorry for swearing, but like... No, no, I should have heard us the other night on the radio. <laughs> like, I gotta, don't worry about it. But, <laughs> um, funny. but it's like... Yeah. It's like there's like you start noticing trends in yourself yeah. and you'll be like, wow, on day 14, pretty much every month on day 14, I'm like on top of the world exercising like willingly and I have, you know, everything goes as planned. Like you start noticing um, you know, how social you are and then you start noticing how asocial you are certain times of the month and all of this is just important data that you need to learn about yourself. So there's a chapter in this book that is, it could be my favorite, I'm not sure, but it's Lifestyles of the Cyclically Balanced. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You want to talk about that for a minute? It's awesome. I love it. Yeah. So imagine you're, and this is really what happens when you follow the program of the book and you just tune in and you can take little bits of the book because it depends on where you are because you already might be really tuned in or tuned in a little bit more than average. But what happens is you just have a lot of self-respect and you honor what's happening in you. And you, you know, you just have a harmony about your living and you're kind of eating what your body's telling you to eat and um and you're just sort of like organically everything's falling into place um you know and you just don't feel bad if you're feeling low energy and you miss a workout you you kind of understand why and you're not like oh I'm a failure I have no discipline you know like that's that's someone who's disconnected because something else is going on. Something's telling you, you know, to hunker down and relax. So it's really interesting. But, you know, the stressful conditions out there are not going to go away, but managing stress is always there for us. We just have to do it. And that's a big part of being cyclically balanced is really having solitude, relaxing, um, sleeping well and just really uh managing stress properly. So so yeah, that that chapter is such a fun chapter. It's like imagine and we just want to really have a visualization of this is what life could be for you. It could be like a really smooth ride. <laughs> yeah, I cheated when I read the book and read that first. I'm like, okay, this is going to work for me. Um that's yeah. what I read first and I was like, okay, if that's the goal, I can deal with this. Okay, now let's now let's go back and and I'm I'm just a funny book reader. Um I don't know why, but you know, I'll I poke through them to see little nuggets that work, you know, like I love the ginger part, I love the liver detox part. So I'm poking through it to see if I like it. Um having read the back first and I'm like, okay, I like this. I'm going to sit and read this whole thing through. And I read it through in April and implemented it right away. And I can't implement everything cuz you can eat nuts and I can't. Um so there's a little bit of, of right. uh stuff there, but that's okay. And I don't eat soy anyway. Um so but I refined my diet a little bit and um and upped the movement and stuff like that, but the the biggest thing I did was just like um, didn't one of the other things I did was I didn't beat myself up for feeling like crap. Cause usually I'm like, you know, 
Elizabeth, you're superwoman here. You go, go, go. You've got four kids. You've got what the heck is this headache thing? You know, and you're just sitting there going, okay, I'm, you know what I mean? That like you beat yourself up for not feeling well. And it's like, okay, this is a stupid headache, you know, kind of thing. But right. Finally, I honored it. I honored the headache. And I'm like, okay, I'm so sick of being mad at myself for this headache. I'm going to honor the darn thing and see what happens. Like, and I'm so like, for a day, I'm like, dear headache. Okay. You're trying to tell me something. I'm actually going to slow down and listen. That's what I did. Well, it's, that's the thing. The body will take you down. If you don't, if you yes, continue to not listen, yeah, if you continue to not listen, if you continue to override and override, all, everything is going to get worse and worse and worse until it takes yeah. you down. And then you have to just, you have to find solutions for yourself and you have to take it into your own hands. And I sincerely recommend going to a traditional Chinese medicine doctor, mm. or an acupuncturist. I totally holistic, Love them. yeah, a naturopath. Um, like I just seriously recommend that. Like they understand how to bring balance and not mask symptoms. And um, um, with so pills I just, and, and medications re- and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just think Western yeah. medicine is just hurting women right now. And, I I mean, my brother is an OB-GYN. He's a fabulous doctor. And um, and I have no – I love him. And, you know, I know how he's so trained, but he's so trained in a one dimension. And um, and we argue all the time when we're together because I'm like um, – <laughs> I'll be on your <laughs> like side. Ginger, I'll help you argue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, like, you, like you, when you said about ginger. Yeah, I love those two things are yeah. life changing. Yeah, yeah, I know, I get it. That, that I mean, even if they, what, what's the harm in saying a doctor saying, hey, you know, women have really a hot water bottle has been really helpful to reduce pain and congestion in the belly. Sometimes you should try it. Like, what's the harm in them saying that? Recommending? Well, you, that? you know, know what, what I mean? the harm is. You got to know what the the harm is. There's money involved with with medication. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I said it, not you, but yeah. There's that's but the it, harm. It really. is, it's, it's a lot of money also, it's not their, around. But it's not their quote unquote protocol. Their yeah, protocol no, it's not the way they're trained. It has has no room for that. You know these yeah. little tidbits that are yeah, no. really powerful and free. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, what? Yeah. Um, tell me about your iron skillet. Because I just oh, read right. that a while ago, and I'm like, tell me about this iron skillet thing, because I don't have one, and um, I'm thinking I need one. That's my next move. Right. So I was iron deficient my whole life. Like, my, you know, as soon as the, yeah, all through my teen years, I was iron deficient, and, um, and that they, uh, you know, I went on iron pills, various iron pills that were awful. They never moved the needle. I was always the same level yeah. of iron They make deficiency. your teeth brown, too. Yeah, they're really bad for you, actually. And a lot yeah. there's a prescription iron pill that they gave me when I was pregnant with my son, and I, I couldn't even take it. It was it was red coated with all this dye, like red dye that's like toxic to the world, and it was mm-hmm. a prescription iron pill because they're like, you need some extra strength. You're a vegetarian, and you need extra strength, you know. And anyway, to make a long story short. I didn't take those pills. They were disgusting. I refused. And I had this history of taking iron pills when I was a teenager, and that didn't work. And, um, you know, when there was a time when I would eat the steak and eat the hamburger, you know, to like, you know, that didn't move the needle. None, none of this moved the needle. But when I started cooking on an iron skillet, I just received iron. iron 
all the time. And like, you know, it just changed me and my iron levels are great now. So just get a really hearty iron skillet. Plus it's not toxic. Like, you know, a lot of these aluminum kind of dishware, you know, yeah. are not I'll have to do that. Yeah. I, I, I read that a while ago and I'm like an iron skillet. I don't even know where to get an iron skillet, but I'm going to Google it. I'm going to get one. Cause it just reminded me. Um, yeah. Just to anybody listening, we're going to just go over a little bit. So um, the show will continue to run in taping mode. Um, and we always have free replays and everything like that. You guys know that who are listening. So, um, what in what in the book haven't we talked about that you want to talk about? Because there's so there's so much to the book, but it's really um, truly lovely to follow. It's got a it ha- <laughs> but I'm bump. It's got a great flow. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Like, yeah. <laughs> so um, well, the one thing I really want to emphasize because I ultimately I'm in the fitness movement industry. So I really came at it from that point of view initially. And I have a a holistic uh, health coach certification from IIN. So that really helped me have confidence in speaking about food and being really confident about talking about food and nutrition. So that really helped. But the movement is where my heart is. And, you know, I would love for women out there to just realize that your workout isn't a to-do list item. It isn't, oh, I'm just not going to be fat, so I'm going to work out. It isn't, oh, I'm going to burn calories. It's like it's so much more important than just sort of like looking good or staying the right size. Like that's really, really a small thinking way. Like your workout can put you in a better mood. It raises your vibration. It energizes your body. It it detoxes your body. Every time you move, you detox your body. It actually energizes your brain. You think better. It it breaks up creative block, but it really does help sort of nurture all the systems of the body. So the endocrine system, like the, the glands of your body, love a good workout. They get oxygen. You know, your lungs love a good workout. Your kidneys, your blood is really healthy from having a good workout, from moving your body and stretching your body. You start getting energy moving through all these organs. When we have bad posture, we're literally cutting off blood supply to our core organs when we're crunching forward or hunching over a desk. So it's like a good exercise. Yeah, you just said, everyone just, yeah. Everybody up straight. Um, So it's like really using your workout to make your life better. It's not this thing that you have to do every day or 10,000 steps and Weight Watchers, you know, like really use it. Notice that it's, it's for benefiting your whole life, your whole body, your whole soul. It's like it's just more potent than you think. And, you know, you know, it doesn't have to be serious. It can still be light and fun, but just realize that it really sets you up for, for like to use your, to use your radio show. It sets you up for the best ever you. And I really don't think anyone that's super successful out there, they all work out. They're all, they're all moving and they're doing it right. They're, they're feeling good. They're making it part of their life in a big way. It's not just about burning calories. So I really think yeah, that's I a agree. big thing. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that whole the whole book could have been just about that and, like, yeah. noticing that you have to have a lot of different workouts in your toolbox because you're going to have different needs throughout your cycle, and that's yeah. great. That's the way it's supposed to be. Every day is not supposed to be the same. You're not the same. So, 
So that was like the the big thing. And that's one of the biggest things I've had to um, train my older self because my younger self was a little bit more like everything is the same. I was more of an athlete, more of kind of in a routine and a rhythm and all that stuff. And um, I, I, you know, every day kind of was, you know, especially with school and college, it's fairly routine, school, college, work, school, college, work, you know, that kind of stuff. And you know that, like when you're working out for things and stuff. And I think that's been the hardest lesson for me to learn as I've aged, that every day isn't the same. And that doesn't mean, you know, um, like I don't have depression. I don't have, I don't have any medication I take. I don't have anything like that. But, you know, there are just that when I would get those headaches, I'm like, okay, this day isn't the same. And I don't feel the same two days after it or two days before it. So, you know, we're going to need to adjust here. And um, I think a lot of people where I'm going with this is I'm going to go to New Year's resolutions for a second, because I think people have this notion that you're just going to, you know, hit the workout the same every day, eat a little bit less at in January or whatever it is, you know, that routine new year's resolution that everybody gets into by about February 15th, they're totally lost. Is that, that notion of, yeah, it's it, it, what's happened to you is you're, you, you're getting a dose of everything isn't the same every day and maybe you're not in tune to it. Do you think that's, that's what I've come to realize. It's like I have the best intention, uh, the best intentions. And then I'm like, Oh, this day isn't the same as that one was yesterday. This is a different day. Uh, Totally. That makes sense. uh, It totally makes sense. You're different. I mean, even just stretch your hamstring today and then maybe you go for a hike tomorrow. And then on Thursday, stretch your hamstring. (laughs) But people don't like that. That's the thing. People don't love that. People like to go, okay, every day I'm going to the gym from 10 to 10.45 and we do 40 minutes on the treadmill. Yeah, people love routine. I think yeah. part of it is that you grow up with routine, you know, like, and, and everyone emphasizes with kids, have routine, bedtimes at this time. But you know what, um, we, if you look at animals in the wild, there's a nat- they really are cyclical and they're, you know, they pay attention to the sunrise and the sunset. They, you know, exactly. we have chickens right outside our bedroom window and <laughs> we are like, oh my God, it's, you know, four o'clock on, in the winter, they like run back into the coop and they're like done for the day. When the sun sets, they like mm-hmm. run in. It's so fascinating. And then this past week, they've been, it's been eight o'clock at night. We're sitting out there where we see them. They're like walking around us. We're like, wow, it's eight o'clock. That's because the sun's still out. They haven't, yeah. they know. So it's like they, and you know, we, you know, our ancestors, not our immediate ancestors, but, you know, go back a few generations, they ate local seasonal. And you know what local yeah. and seasonal were, they were very connected to the needs and, and to the cycle of life. That's another thing. The, the cycle, not being connected to your cycle for women is just reflecting the fact that our society is not connected to nature. We're really sure. disconnected. And so it's just a symptom of a bigger thing. So, to take it to another level, <laughs> it's uh-huh. like really spending more time outdoors, um, yeah. you know, noticing, just noticing the stars and the moon and the sun and noticing how things are things shift and change and just taking the time to just, you know, be in nature helps you feel your own nature. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. And I, um, I'm going to address one more thing and then we'll go here because I know I'm keeping you for a little bit. Um, 
So to another moment here for for anybody listening um, where you feel like you're too far gone. I know I've had this feeling a few times in my life, especially having, after having children where I'm like, oh, my, I just gained 80 pounds. How in the world am I going to get back to where I was? Or even if it's not, you know, not from a pregnancy, you've just eaten too much and all of a sudden you're 40 pounds heavier or the winter put on 25 pounds. We, I think sometimes um, – we feel like we're we're too far gone. I guess is the best way I can yeah. explain it. Um, you're just sitting there going, "Oh my God, what did I do to myself?" And I don't know how to get back. And people blame it on age. A lot of times, people right. blame it on age. Right. Oh, I'm aging, and I'm just getting heavy and stuff like that. Um, for somebody listening who feels like they're too far gone, how do you bring them back? Where do you want them to start? What do you want them to do? What do you want them to hear from you so they hear it? You know, that's such a good question, and, you know, we get emails all the time about um, just that same question. Um, so, because, you know, it might be people gain a lot of weight when they get injured. They, yes. You know, people, yeah, so the injury thing, but also, like, cancer and diseases have really set people back, obviously. Um, you know, chronic that's fatigue a great word. syndrome. Setback. Yeah, it just, it, yeah. It, yeah, it's just a Life. setback. And, yeah, yeah and, you know, I have so much sympathy for for this po- that type of population because I do think that like commercialized fitness stuff is really they don't want to deal with that population because mm-hmm. uh they they won't get the results fast as fast as they want or whatever but I really think one foot in front of the other and a little like every day do something like maybe wake up and drink a glass of water and then the next yeah. day you know, go for a little walk. And then the next day, you know, try to, you know, I always say like, you know, if you can't move, you can always breathe and meditate. So breathing exercises, find some on YouTube and do some seated breathing. And stress management doesn't, you can be in a wheelchair and work on stress management. So it's like, you know, there's ways to really nurture yourself and start feeling good and energize yourself. And there's always something that you can do that that you can do right here right now and there was an, there was something circulating this week on my news feed about how all these uh well what's up with transcendental meditation why are these all these people meditating and it's like you know meditation is so important this day and age it's never been more important because we have so many things pulling us out and so meditation is zoning in so i love to zone in I don't, you know, that word, the whole phrase of I'm zoning out, I'm zoned out. Like my husband would talk about our tax returns and I would like glass over, my eyes would glass over. I'd be like, oh my God, I can't. And that's like, over here people and zone in. Up, yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't understand what you're talking about. I know, but like I literally would zone out and it's like, that's not a good place. You don't want to be zoned out all the time. Right. And so, so it's like zone in and, and, um, and you know you're you, you got to be your own best friend because I'll tell you what no one no one's going to rescue anybody right now like the way our healthcare system is and right. you have to do research with every medication they think you should take you got to go home and research it before you say yes to that mm-hmm. yeah. um and it's, i i think there's uh, there's to- so many better yeah. ways out there so that's a whole I, other show you know, too Ooh. yeah it's a yeah. whole other show and, and you're society. really realizing and fitness movement is the word I love is movement because movement. fitness seems a little threatening to a lot of people that are really deconditioned. So 
move. It might be cleaning your house. It might be getting on the floor and doing stretches and, you know, um, you know, but movement, think movement and not full on workout. And, um, and also the body's heal. the body is in, designed to heal itself. The, the body is designed to feel good. The body is designed to find balance. Like that's anytime you don't feel good, it's the body telling you something to like reel it back in. Yeah. If the pendulum swung too far, um, so that's another big thing. But I'll tell you, I, you know, I've worked with so many people that have just roller coastered with their weight or they've had knee replacement or all this stuff. And at the end of the day, the most important thing is, you know, try to feel good. And the reason why there was knee replacement was because they abused themselves and they overrode right. what the message right. was. So, um, so every time you start nurturing, it gets better. But yeah, it's a good question, and I we we answer emails every day about um, about pe- women women that are struggling with something. A lot of times, people have had like car accidents, and their back never got back to normal, you know, and they just yeah. they can't sit upright. Well, they have to. That's how we you know, met. So it's like I, yeah, I fell oh, yeah. on the ice. Remember? Yeah, you know, and I was oh, sitting that's there right. going, "Oh my god, I can't move my hip right for like I'm so sick of feeling like this." And I was sitting on the couch going, "There's got to be something that's going to fix this because I'm not taking a pill for it." Um, right. You know, because people are so you know, you go in. I didn't ever go in because I knew the prescription would be whatever it is, and I don't take anything. And so, and I knew it wasn't broken or you know, it just it was injured. It's a it's must you know it's that whole um, hip like the hip flexor and the whole circular muscle that goes around your hip just totally out of whack and um so you you fix that and i love fixing things without medication um so i was gonna gonna well you know and our ancestors like again like the whole we've been we've been so like uh like we think a pill fixes things but a foreign substance doesn't ever do anything for us it just it might help us you know keep chugging along a little longer, but does it fix the root of the problem? And, exactly. um, yeah. And it's funny because I really, I just was reading this book, this chiropractor book, and it talked about how misalignment causes energy to not flow properly. And so, you know, that posture, you know, just standing up tall, putting even distribution on your feet when you're in your kitchen, all of that stuff, mm. letting energy really flow through you and with proper alignment, feeling your ears on top of your shoulders instead of your head in front of your shoulders, all of that has a really good um, energizing effect on the body. So just even working on your mm-hmm. alignment, checking yourself in the mirror when you walk by a reflection, it's like, you know, just start really putting yourself first. Notice, feeling good is number one, you know, and then and then looking good follows after that. No matter where you are, no matter where you are now, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I that's such good advice. I hope everybody listening hears that because um, I need that reminder all the time. Like I have to remind myself to stand up straight because it's com- more comfortable and to not, <laughs> you know, it's awkward exactly. to stand up straight. And so I have to remind myself a lot. But um, do you think the next time you can you come on the show? You could do like a half an hour and teach us to meditate. Can you do that over the radio? Oh, yeah. Okay, we're going to do that. You know that. what? Um, uh, a guided meditation would be really great. I don't know if it would make for great radio, but we, we can we'll do, do it. it. Yeah, it's okay. We can try yeah. it. And if it sucks, we'll delete it. That's fine. Um, we can, at the end of it, we can go, okay, that sucks. We're going to delete that. But um, the reason why I asked is because so I, I coached this girl, um, and I said, you know, you are – you know, it just reminds me of me a little bit. And I'm just like, you know, you just 
busy, 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 you know? And I said, so you can hear that in the voice. And I said, so one thing I do is I just have moments where I just completely slow myself down to a crawl and it might not be a sleep, but it's a meditation or a walk or a read or whatever it is, it is, but I do it. And I said to her, so one thing I'd like you to do is meditate. And she goes, well, I don't get it. What is that? And I said, well, um, here's what I do. And I've never had an official meditation class or anything like that, but this is what I do. I lay completely on the floor um, on my back with my arms out, my head down, my eyes closed. I may even put something like over my eyes, like a towel or something. And I, I lay there until my brain is clear. Like until I'm actually no longer thinking of anything. And the first time I did that, I was there for like a good hour and 45 minutes. I'm like, damn, I got a lot on my list, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And, um, cause I do like, okay, I got to remember to do that and that and that and that and that in my quiet. And I've trained myself to shut up. And the first time she did it, she was there for a good two hours. I said, don't, wow. go until your mind actually stops. And, um, she was there for a long time. Do, wow. you, do you know what I mean at all? That's a long list of stuff until your mind finally quiets down. I know, I, but, I know so many people but who you know, are like that. You know, I, someone said to me like 20 years ago, they're like, you know how all these yoga studios are popping up everywhere? You're going to look around and you're going to see all these meditation studios popping up everywhere. That's going to be the new yoga in 20 years. And it never happened. No. Um, and, and even yoga studios, they'll have, like, a free meditation class here and there. It's like, you know, but meditation is, it's very boring from the outside. And you also, meditation is also so internal. There's no, no one can help you but you. I mean, I that's that's <laughs> not quite true. But, like, you have to sit yeah. there, turn off your phone, close the door, and just make it happen. And it might take you two hours, but like, that's a sign of that's a very typical you know what I mean, teenager. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, and but so, you know, but she, I but said, like, I always think of this is so uncomfortable. You know, I, uh, yeah. I know, and also people, you know, we put all our attention on, um, like Donald Trump right now. Everyone's talking about Donald Trump and putting all their attention on him. It's like, put your attention on you, like. You know, just yeah. put your attention on you. If you just, if you spent that 10 minutes watching that new show and just instead of watching the new show, just watched yourself, watched your breath, witnessed your breath, witnessed the emotions come and go like clouds in the sky, witnessed how you feel, how energy is moving through your body. If you just spent those 10 minutes, you would be so much better off. And, um, and you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's so it's no, funny because like. He, that man has really gotten our attention, and, and I don't think he's deserved all our attention. Like, I'm mad, actually, that he's gotten everyone's attention for so long. It's I've like, got, okay, the detail, even like celebrity I've got gossip. i like, the news off. I can't even stand right. it. I, you know, I like to be up on current events, but I used to like the way, um, I'm going to rip on both of them, actually, like CNN and Fox. And I said it, you didn't. I so, know. Um, and the, the views express your mind, not Ellen's. Um, but I can't no, watch I, it anymore I totally because agree. I can't it's watch so political, and I'm not. I I don't mind hearing the news, like, um, but it's 
I think somebody did, Harvard did a study and um, CNN is like 93% negative news or something. There's like some and crazy, I'm, I probably have that wrong. So send me emails. I don't know. But there's, there's some fascinating percentage of that particular newscast that is almost all negative. And it's like, oh man, can you imagine a newscast that went and today on the news, Ellen and Elizabeth talked about how you can meditate. And then over here, Sarah graduated from college with a 4.0 and over here, you know, we found the, you know, can you imagine a newscast that was like everything cool that actually happens that we're all celebrating? That's news. I don't know. That's just my opinion, but I'm so sick of all the negative stuff and it it creates so much fear in people. Um, Oh yeah. And the more you tune into it, the more money they make with all the ads. Well, exactly. And there are, they realize that fear sells. Oh, and, negative sells, and I just am sick yeah. of it. Yeah, and you know what else? Fear yeah. doesn't heal. So Mm-mm. fear is stress. Fear is the opposite of love. Fear, you know. So it's like it's like a hot mess. <laughs> so if you're consuming like that into your picture. diet, yeah, yeah. The big picture of your wellness is to, like, really stay away from that kind of stuff, too. But it's really hard because it's everywhere. Yeah, it's that, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were, we were at a restaurant of, the other day, like and the waiter came up. Food. Yeah, right. No, right. would you say we were at a restaurant, and the waiter came up, and what? We were at a restaurant, and the waiter came up, and he was wearing, like, a, a you know, he had this little, like, funny button, um, and it was super funny, but it was engaging, and it was political. And I remember... My husband's saying, oh, and then he was like, he went off oh. on this tyrant. And I was like, I was like, wow, here we are. Here we are sitting in the middle of nowhere <laughs> at this lovely restaurant, and we can't escape it even here. Um, yeah. It's like, you know, it's really interesting. Yeah, talk about a headache, though. You know, like if you're if you are one of those people consuming all of that drama and stress and negativity and all of that, and you know yourself, if you're listening, you know that's you or not you. I invite you to just shut it off for a while because it's going to be the same the next day. There's nothing profound. I just, Oh, I'm so sick of the news. So that was another thing. I, you know, that's a good point that you made Ellen, because that's another thing I did. You know, I was so hooked on, on that. I don't know why probably like the rest of the country. You're just like so hooked on the election and you want it to turn out a certain way and it does or doesn't or whatever. And then you're just like, it's hard to explain. Uh, you're just like, oh, God, you know, you, you almost watch to pray something doesn't happen or something. You know, it's just it's just a stew and brew of blech. And um, so that was the other thing I did is I made a note to myself to shut off the TV. I'm like, you know, my husband likes to have this stuff running all the time because he works from home. And I'm like, I'm shutting this off for both of our sakes. And we're both so much like more peaceful without that running. I'm like 20 minutes a day, we're going to catch up and that's it. Read the newspaper. So we've changed back to the newspaper. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> you it comes at you in a much better Yeah. I know. It comes, the newspaper, is, it comes at you in a much less uh, stressful, alarmist way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's another thing, like managing stress is a huge part of weight mm. management, of mental health, and it's, you know, that's, and that's a component of it for sure. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm glad you brought that up because it's it's huge and it's it's probably its own show. I think we have three three more shows now because of this call <laughs> to do. <laughs> We've got some topics, but um, no, it's great. But 
Anyway, all right. Well, I I just love having you on, and I love your wisdom. As, we as could talk always. forever, Elizabeth. I can yeah, tell. I know. We should talk more off the radio. It would be so much fun. Yeah. Once graduation is over, we'll we'll chat more. And hopefully yeah. I get to meet you there in June. But um, um, lots yeah. of love. And for anybody listening, let's go back into, like, mode here of book. Um, Ellen's book um, with Kate ha- Hanley. Is that her name? Kate Hanley? Yep, Kate is, Hanley. Um, the 28 Days Lighter Diet, and it's everywhere. Um, but it's also on Ellen Barrett's website, and um, I'll post that link to the show. It's it's on there already, but I'll post everything again in a blog and on in social media and all that stuff and make sure you get a hold of Ellen's website and everything um, in addition to the show and all of her cool videos. And there's also – are you still on Trainer Pass? Because I used that while I was um, yep. traveling. I love that. Yep. Before we go, just two seconds, Trainer Pass. It's – Yep, Trainer Pass. I have a channel. It's trainerpass.com, and um, it's just a really beautiful, well-run site. Um, and all my, well, I have a ton of workouts on there. I don't have all yeah. of them, but there's a lot of workouts on there, and you can pick and choose. And seven-day challenge workout challenges on there exclusively. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, trainerpass.com. And you can take that with you instead of you know hauling around DVDs and. DVD players and all this stuff, you just go right on there and you can use the workouts. It, I mean, you can use them right from your phone. It was the coolest thing my old self has seen in a long time. I was like, yeah, I was in Florida doing your workouts. I'm like, right on. So um, anyway. You're just like awesome. a millennial with working out on your phone. They were. I, we just got this data that all the 20-somethings, they literally use Trainer Pass on their phone. Like that's phone. their media yeah. device. Yeah, so, uh, not my media device of choice. Um, yeah, I know. Not me, mine either, but um, yeah, they don't know but, any different. They're like, this is the have They've been watching all their media on this little screen, so they're like, this is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, no. So trainer pass is really cool too. So anyway, all right, everybody. Um, Ellen, thank you so much for being with us. Um, absolutely love having you on. All your wisdom, all you know, just everything you talked about today is just so on point with where we are and what we need <laughs> for sure. What thank I you. need for sure. Thank you for changing my life. 12 pounds, Aww, everybody. Thanks for having Woo-hoo. me on. Yeah. All right. Take care. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you for being here with us, listening. Um, I know there were a few of you in the chat room. If you need to follow up with us, um, I did not take any um, questions or anything like that, but um, you can follow up with us. Um, Ellen, you can follow up. I'd go to Ellen's website. It's ellenbarrett.com, and you can send her messages there. Um, and or you know can certainly email me or tweet us um, at best ever you or at Ellen Barrett Fit and Ellen's name is E L L E N B A R R E T T so two R's and two T's in there that's her website um, on Twitter she's Ellen Barrett Fit and uh, she's also on Instagram um, beautiful as ever and just a sweet person um, so knowledgeable I just love having her on as a guest and as a friend and she's my buddy budding pal. <laughs> I just love her. Um, it's like having a sister and I, you know, it's, uh, she's really cool. So, and I've got, I believe me, I know sisters. Well, I have seven of them. So <laughs> Ellen number eight. <laughs> anyway. All right. Love you all. Thank you so much for listening. And we're going to be back on Thursday with a show. Um, we have Karen, I had to get the name right, Karen Rubin joining us. Um, she's got a cool gadget that we're going to talk about. Um, I'm not going to give it away right now, but she's going to come on. Um, she's she's also got a health issue that she um, 
is uh, has, and she has teamed up with George Lopez um, to talk about her gadget and her health and all that good stuff. And so we're going to talk to her for about an hour on Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. So I hope you all join me there. And uh, if you missed the show with David Essel, there is a show that we did for two hours on Sunday night. It's available on free replay. It's on Blog Talk Radio or iTunes. Our show is on iTunes, Best Ever You. And um, we did a show all about relationships. And it was such a good show. Lots of wisdom there as well. And um, finally, I'll just say my uh, my book is called Percolate, Let Your Best Self Filter Through. It's available on Amazon. It's a Hay House book. It's available really wherever books are sold. You can go in and request it. And um, it's still going strong. And I appreciate you all um, love and percolate. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Take care and have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Best Ever You Network. For more information, just visit us at besteveryou.com.